Deshaun Terry. Now, you guys, you know him from recurring roles on Southland, Sleeper Cell, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, but the coolest thing is now that he is on The Morning Show, starring opposite Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, Billy Crudup, all these incredible characters. And how did he get this show? Which makes my heart so happy because he was seen in so much theater around town. For example, the executive producers saw him in Father Comes Home from the Wars of the Mark Taper, where he replaced Sterling K. Brown, and he was also seen in Streetcar Named Desire at the Boston Court Theater. And this brings a special smile to my heart because we all, true, mm, my world is from the theater. And so when I see someone who really has studied the craft and honored the craft and pursued the craft and got into a series regular from this end, it makes me so happy. I'm gonna go on and on. So welcome, Deshaun Terry. Thank you so much for coming from the Golden Globes last night to sitting in my office <laughs> and to you know spew all your knowledge and happiness to the actors out here who are listening. Awesome, Hi. thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for having me, man. I'm, I'm so glad you're here. Brilliant actor, so well theater trained. <laughs> but you were, you were at my studio for a while, so many years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a long time. But you he know, doesn't like me anymore, but it's okay. I love no, you. <laughs> but no, but you love me. But you know, as I came in here, um, you know, because I've you know I've been to different teachers throughout mm-hmm. uh, throughout my um, uh, training, and. I immediately started thinking of the gem that I got from you, which is so clear. What is it? Precise. Tell me. me. (laughs) You were one of the people, but I think you hammered it more than any other. um, For me to smile. Ah, I remember that. Oh my god, that whole visual just came back. Oh my god. You did. You, you would always, I mean, that's not, it's not like that was your only note, but you would give me all these technical notes, and then you would say, and Deshaun, fucking smile. Can I curse on this thing? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah? Just fucking smile, man. <laughs> like, just show them your smile. Like, show them, and, you know, that's, um, you learn, you know, all these things. You can learn all these great fucking tricks and things. As Look how simple my teaching is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. That's not simple. It's actually like to the essence of it. Literally someone last night as I was, um, a friend of mine, as I was heading over to the Golden Globes, they said, Sean, remember to smile. Oh my God. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's a continuous thing for me because, you know, because you're so intense. I am. I'm so intense. I am. I'm really intense. You are really intense. Yeah. And when you add that little gleam in your eye, then you become sexy, funny, and intense. Okay. And I get sexy. Okay. We like but, that. But you know, it, but it's funny because you know, here I am. You know, in a in a show that is has very complicated tones, but my character delivers a huge sort of comedic part of the oh, show. Oh, I watched it last night. And yeah. I agree, one hundred percent. But let's just wait. Can we just cut back because I just I really do want to talk about. The morning show, how you got it, and your experience at the Golden Globes, but also the path. But since we're on the show right now talking about it, how did you end up getting this? First series regular. How did I get okay? And which is nothing besides just that you're going to work on a set show and you're, you know, 
Just tell us. Tell us the journey, please. It's a long journey, man. But that's okay. You, you want to hear all of it? Well, I don't know. You guys want to hear it? Yes, they just said yes, they do. So, yes, they do. It's a long journey. So, I mean, I would, you know, I, I, I would lie to say that, you know, the sort of quintessential story is like, oh, I just, you know, kept going and hustling and well, it was a lot of twists and turns. And um, some of those twists and turns really actually took me to just honoring other aspects of my life. Ah, there were moments example. when I never officially quit acting. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my mentors way back in the day, she said, you know, acting is so intense and so demanding. She said, you know what? I give myself to pr- permission to quit every day. <laughs> So, I love that. Yeah. So she said, once a day, I'm like, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and that alleviates the stress. Yeah, and I just walk away. And I definitely kept that from her. And so <laughs> I was never afraid to quit. I was always like, ah. And sometimes I knew I was just going to quit for a couple hours. Yes. <laughs> but I did. I quit for yeah. a couple hours. And then I came back to it. But that also instilled in me a sort of spirit to, you know what, let me explore the other aspects of my of my life. So I went and I worked in different places and, uh, you know, I really sort of started to alleviate that stress or feeling that I'm not living mm. if I'm not on set working and whatever certain Thank you people, for saying that. So important. Yeah. And that so certain important. people aren't recognizing my work. So I really felt like I actually took a really strong, um, strong, uh, uh chunk out of that sort of, um, burden that I carried in my life and I did that by just you know finding different ways to make money but ways that were passionate for me mm. right it wasn't mm-hmm. just like oh I'm just gonna go here and make money I was like I found ways to make money that were actually really interested in engaging to Which, me like still what? supported my my passion I started teaching mm. more right mm-hmm. that that helped me out a bit um and then I actually I went back to school a little bit and I um started a theater company Oh, I did not even know that. Yeah, I started a theater company. And it's funny, when I, when I booked the show, because I had literally just come out of what, where I was at the end of what was such an intense experience. I, um, a play? Yeah, a play that I, that I directed. And uh, we started a theater company with it. The theater company is called the Collaborative Artist Block. And I directed a play called Gunshot Medley. I found this play with this playwright who was delivering this um, searing message that I felt like this people got to see this play. Mm. And so we actually had this huge experience where I produced the play. We did it in Hollywood. It was about um, uh, issues concerned with Black Lives Matter. Mm. And we produced it in Hollywood. And then we took the play over to Watts. Wow. Yeah, because it was so important for me that uh, as an artist, a theater artist in Hollywood, so many times the work that I do doesn't get seen by my community. I'm like, this is the, this is the people that need to hear this message. Yes. And so I was like, I'm tired of this. So we just went ahead and raised like $20,000 Kickstarter mm. for a play, took the play to Watts. Um, so some random theater? Well, where? Well, uh, the uh, WLCAC, the okay. Watts Labor Action Committee, mm. they have this amazing compound there. Mm. That is, um, after the, um, the the Watts uprising, mm. they uh, got a huge grant from the city. And so they have like two or three acres of just sort of like beautiful artwork. And uh, they have a museum. Incredible. They have a, yeah. I didn't and, even know about this. Yeah, it's huge. Wow. The next time we're hoping that we're going to do something else there. I will so you did the show there? We did the show there. 
How long was the show? The, we ran in Hollywood for two weeks and we uh, for three weeks, and then we ran over there for uh, two or three weeks. Did enough so that we qualified for like ovations and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. So it was a great show, and we actually got um, we have um, uh, three ovation two ovation nominations That's right wonderful. now for the people that are going. Okay, but so you were exhausted. You were coming out of that, and all of a yes, sudden, yes, I was doing that. So, so my happened? eye, so focus, focus. eye is yes. right. You know this. What is this one called? The third eye. This not no. It's not the third eye. <laughs> the, the bad one, right? Oh, I don't know. Frontal cortex. Oh yes. Right. Okay. So <laughs> we're both looking at him like, what is he yeah, talking yeah. about? So frontal cortex yeah. was like on the thing that I'm putting, and then I get this audition for. And um, how did the audition come up for the morning show? Did it just out of the blue? Did someone say, so, "Hey, I saw you in the show"? So so so, so the, the detail of it is that I really didn't have an agent at the point in time. See how miracles do happen. Yeah. When you're really. Honoring the craft and doing it and giving back. When you give back, things come your way. And yeah. you were given back during the show. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And um, but um, Vicky Thomas reached out and she um, and the at home. What she call you at home? Well, here's the thing: is it Facebook? Okay, so this is it, so here's the thing: <laughs> Vicky Thomas has been such um, a, a huge supporter of of me. Um, I've gone in for this woman so many times. Amazing. So many times. There's been a few times when I was up for things with her. And so I knew that... I and knew she's a fan from seeing all your work in theater because... She's seen some of my so theater happy. work. But you know what's yes. amazing about Vicki Thomas is that sometimes, a lot of times she doesn't come see my theater work. Mm. But whenever I walk into her office, and I know other people have this experience, whenever I walk into her office, she will tell me immediately. She was like... Oh, I saw you in the LA Times in that play. It looks really good. Oh, like, so she does her research. That's she so does funny. her research yeah. constantly. And yeah. so even if she could not see the play, Vicky knew that something was up. And if I had an audition with her, she'd be like, yeah, I saw that you're, you're, doing, uh, you're doing this thing. And so that's just one thing. I mean, first of all, she's uh, Vicky Thomas, everyone knows, is an amazing casting director. She's also a, a, an amazing and genuine human being. We'll so, be tagging Vicki Thomas in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can, because I am so uh, grateful to, uh, to Vicki for um, giving me the opportunity. But earlier that year, when I was in uh, Vicki Thomas's office, um, I had gone in for a role, and um, you know, after we, the audition, Vicki probably doesn't even remember this, but after the audition, you know, we just had a little quick heartfelt conversation. Mm-hmm. Vicky uh, 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 is an Angelino in a sense mm-hmm. as well, and well, she is an Angelino. I am an Angelino in a sense because I'm originally from uh, Belize, Central America, mm-hmm. but I've lived in LA since I was ten years old. Mm-hmm. So I feel like an Angelino. Totally. Yeah, and the Angelino. Totally for sure. <laughs> but the Angelinos, what's really cool is that we actually can tell each other apart. What do you mean? Yeah, like if I'm if I'm sitting with somebody. And we feel their energy a little bit. Eventually, I sort of get it. Like, oh, you're actually you're, you're from here. Mm. You're not you're not one of the um, the people that moved here. There's a different energy to it. Isn't and that? oftentimes they're they're way more relaxed and just sort of like less of a, a purpose of being here. Meaning that I'm here for to get this or to do this. They're here because they're, they're like this is where I grew up. And so to them, it's just they're just, so so we can this sometimes tell each other. So you had a connection. Yeah, we had a little connection. connection, but we've had connection for a while. And I told, I told my um, uh, uh, my manager at that time, and I told him, I said, you know, I'm really connecting with Vicky. I really feel like she's supporting me, mm. and she wants me to get a job. 
that, lovely. Yeah, you know? Lovely. It's that you're so in the casting director's office. Yeah, and you're like, she's really on my side. Yeah. Even though... Which, it, of course, makes your audition so much better when you go in for her because yeah. you're feeling a support system. Yeah, even if she's not going to give me the, that job for whatever reason, I don't take it personally because I'm like, Vicky's on my side. And so, at that point in time, um, I had a loose relationship with the, my previous agent so Vicky sends them sends them the audition. Mm-hmm. Um, I go in for it, and then I receive these amazing words, <laughs> like really. And I say that, and I put my my hand <laughs> out, my palms out in the gratitude because it's like wow, I received these amazing words written by Carrie Aaron, and I immediately fall in love with this character. So did you feel? Did you innately know that it was going to be yours? Did you feel that sense of calm when you got this audition? Because there are both. No, not immediately. Okay. So the first round, I knew that it was really hard. Because the character was so complex. Mm. It was, uh, you know, he he, he needed to be smart. He needed to be funny. He needed to have gravitas. There was so many aspects of of this character. And so I was like, at first I was, um, I was like, okay, you just need to deliver. Just go in and deliver. I went in. I did the first audition. And I was like, okay, I did it. I did it. I left it, walked out the room. Went back to the theater company. Focused on the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Who was in the room? Just casting? Just uh, casting. Uh, casting and the assistant. Uh, I don't remember um, exactly who else was in the room at that time. But they were complimentary. And you let it go. Just let it go. And then... Went back to the theater piece, focused on that because that was where the frontal cortex was, mm-hmm. and I got uh, I got a call back. Mm-hmm. Now, when I got the call back, I was like, "Oh, they're letting me in front of the producers." Then, and then I was like, "Eek!" It immediately came. I was like, "Vishal, this is yours." Oh, so you had that feeling. It's like wow, which is a calming feeling. Yeah, it Versus. was a calming and also an exciting feeling, yeah. and also an anxiety feeling. But there was definitely a lot of calmness to it. But I got the thing, and I was like, "Wow, this is really yours. Mm. You can really because I, I understood the characters. I really understood Daniel's. Uh, I, I think because it is all about what actors. It's so about the text." And mm-hmm. it's about what they write, and your job is to flush it out and storytell what's the written page. Yeah. And you had a connection to that, as you did for Vicky. So, like, oh, everything aligned up. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I, uh, this is mine. And then I worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. And then I went into the, um, when I drove to the callback, I, I, this might sound really crazy to people, but we're, we're actors. So, you know, if you, you don't have something crazy about you, <laughs> then. Um, but... I always, whenever I pull up to the studios, I always get this just anxiety, like all this fucking like concrete and just like, just like humanity is not here. (laughs) It's like my job is to go in here and to bring humanity and it's like devoid in this just huge structure (laughs) that's there. It's just so intimidating the moment you walk in, uh, the moment you drive in and I always get that feeling. Um, and I hadn't been on the studio a lot uh, for a while because audition had become fewer, uh, uh, fewer and far between. But I also which I made... love to hear too because you were busy in theater, not having a lot of appointments, and 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 then it all changed around. Yeah, but also I mean it's also say that I was actually working pretty consistently as an actor for 
for several years. Yes. Um, during that time, mm-hmm. I just wasn't doing it uh, through the audition route. Right. But so I pulled up to the um, Sony lot that day, and I were, this I distinctly remember. I was like, as soon as I pulled up to it, Jerry, I was like, I said to myself, "Wow, I'm going to be spending a lot more time here." Amazing. I knew you it. You just knew it. You knew just it. knew it. After the producers. Uh, call back. Did you have to test right away, or did you have more appointments? So I went in and I had. And then we're going to talk about the show. (laughs) (laughs) We're never going to get to that. (laughs) Uh, But I I went in and I did the. uh, You know, it it all lined up. You're you're right. Like your your sense, your your psychic sense, is is really true. Like it all lined up, and it it goes even further. Mm. Like when I I got there to the audition, um, you know, you're always nervous about how the room's going to feel, how receptive are they going to be. And I got got in, and I um, the first person I made eye contact with was Mimi Letter. And man, wonderful, wonderful director, wonderful. Yeah, director, wonderful. and does she have eyes, man? Really? Like she just stares through you. Oh. But I appreciate that yeah. because I feel she has the eyes of an artist. Yeah. And so when I started my audition, I, there was a little bit of anxiety, and then I saw Mimi's eyes, and I was like. No, she's going to see me. She's going to really see me. Yeah. And I proceeded and I I had one of the best auditions of my life. Because you dropped in. Yeah. You weren't in your head. You weren't trying to prove anything. Yeah. They were laughing. They were like, it was... You knew. Yeah, we did a bunch of scenes and I was like, wow, this felt really, 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 really good. Um, Yeah. And I walked out of there. I was like, wow, this is great. And then they, um, uh, I never tested. Oh. You know, they don't... A lot of people aren't testing anymore. You didn't really. No, they. Um, I but mean, you are a series regular. Yeah, maybe that's a kind of a test that we did. But no, they. Um, they. They. And I don't think we really tested most people on this show. Mm. It's uh, there so wasn't a sort a of like network test. I mean, mm. they forwarded to Apple. I don't know exactly how the casting process went, but I know that if I'm thinking back to all the regulars on the show. We all had different experiences where we sat in the room with the producers and we felt like it was a producer callback, per se, and then the next thing was a phone call. And Apple really... Oh, so much better. (laughs) Yeah, and Apple really... I think Apple really... Don't take this as as law because I'm just... you know I don't know how it happened. Right. But I think Apple really um, trusted those people in the room Mm. and did not necessarily feel like they wanted to come in and mix any sort of corporate decisions about who they felt. So I feel like they got a pretty much, you know, um, who they wanted. Yeah. And so there was great casting opportunity. I think some of the, the, the sort of like, if we had not gone outside of the studio system or network route, myself was able to get into the show and then a wonderful, um, everyone on the show is uh, wonderful, so I'm not saying this person is more wonderful than any other, but Karen Pittman specifically, she's a theater actress from New York, mm. and she's so lovely on the show. Um, she uh, is on the show as well, so there were a couple... Um, it just opened it up for more opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So how, when you got that call that you, did, when you, that you got that job... Were you jumping up and down? Did you go silent? Were you crying? <laughs> what happened? What's that private moment that you can share with us that happened? It because it a, is a, such a happy thing. Yeah. Well, it's so, so happy. It wasn't a private moment. It was a public moment. Oh. Because I was at the theater working on the play mm. <laughs> uh, at Watts. And I was actually on top of a ladder. 
trying to fix the projector. <laughs> As you know. I applaud. That's incredible. <laughs> you know how this goes. That's so great. Right before the show happens, yes. something's going to go something wrong. Something definitely goes and wrong. And so like, okay, I'm fixing projectors. But your mindset was in the give back. Yeah. And look what happened. Yeah. And you so I was, I was on, literally on the, a ladder getting holding this projector. Uh, and then I get a phone call. And um, immediately I was like, when I answered the phone, it was the agency that I was um, connected to at that moment, and they were like, Deshaun, um, we just want to let you know that Apple has chosen you, hands down, without a test, for the role of Daniel Henderson in The Morning Show with Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and Steve Carell. So, <laughs> I have tears in my eyes because, you know, I want so much success for all the people that come through my doors, and... And from that dedication and to have the payoff is just, it just brings so much warmth. And I watched you on the show last night. It was so wonderful and everybody needs to watch the show because it's good. <laughs> it's so good. The acting Thank is you. so good. Oh, the you. writing is so wonderful. So yeah. it really, it's, it, congratulations. Thank you. I'm so happy. So, so you got it. You moved it. You've done ten episodes. Yeah, ten are they, episodes. Are, is it picked up? Do we wait oh, yeah. here? Oh yes. yeah. We start uh, shooting in a little bit. We start shooting the second season next month. So, which is really exciting because I've always wanted to do television. I love theater. And um, what about the adjustment though? Because you're such a bravado and a res- you resonate so fully. Was mm-hmm. it easy because of all the training to adjust? The tonally, because you do have to adjust tonally for a camera. Here's the thing, is that I... Well, I think specifically with this guy, I think that we're different things in in different uh, points in our lives. And that's how I approach um, film work and television work. And also the way that I approach my work as well. I know that specifically as uh, as a theater um, uh, performer as well, that's where I you know you know cut cut my teeth. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Well, cut the rug is dancing, so that's how I cut. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, I have no idea. But go ahead. <laughs> but that's how I cut my teeth as a theater performer. I have a, a presentation or public self that does feel theatrical, but I'm also very much so aware that when I walk into the real world, sort of like the more vulnerable sides of, of myself, mm. right? Where it's like, okay, so I'm doing this with this person or blah, blah, blah. And I'm able to, and I think through craft, and for me, I've learned that sort of like is the difference between film and television. Whereas theater, then I can sort of like live in this presence and utilize it. But then when I when I do film and TV, then I actually try to like it just sort of like let it disappear into the air. You know, it doesn't don't put it into the voice. There's no need for it, etc. Right, because so the I, camera's in your face. So yeah, you don't need to. But was it an odd adjustment or was it just a natural adjustment? Because some actors have a harder time making that adjustment because they I can't hear it. I don't think it was a, it was an odd adjustment because it's not that I was not used to it. I haven't had a lot of practice in it, but I definitely learned it in my auditions throughout yes. the years. Yes. Because coming from where I was when I graduated from Juilliard to then sort of like just breaking me down. Yes, a and bit. pulling it in, pulling it in, yeah. pulling it in, yeah. pulling it in, and then bringing it back up. Yeah, yeah. So I knew I knew what it was. I knew what it was enough to walk in, walk <laughs> into the into the space and into the work, um, and into the audition and having mm-hmm. fun in it. Um, and then 
I don't know, and then? What question am I answering now? I don't know. <laughs> and then you're on the show, and you're going back on the thing. So I'm just so, so happy. So I need you to give some advice to actors who are pursuing their dreams, just as you are doing, and will continue to do, and you know, evolve on the show, and you're going to have a ton of op other opportunities, but what's the message? Tell us something. Um, I say, for me, the main message that I like to tell people is that uh, this might be horrible, this might be trite, but... I say that in this industry, there's a, a million ways to skin a cat. Is that how you say it? <laughs> You're always asking me about these sayings. Say, these sayings? Is it, is it a million ways? I don't think so. I don't know. There's several know. ways. Uh, who knows? There's a lot What's of ways. The point? But there's, <laughs> there's a lot, lot of ways, ways to skin a cat. I don't know why you want to skin the cat in the first place. <laughs> but <laughs> Or see the movie cats. I don't know. I don't they're know. definitely... Yeah. <laughs> you probably don't do that. But whatever you're going to do to the cat, there's a lot of ways. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of ways for you to do it. <laughs> so with that, I say with your career, that there's a lot of ways for you to approach it. Because I feel the difference for me from where I started and where I'm beginning to go and where I started to start having more fun is when I decided... To quit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But no, it was when I decided that, oh... If I don't like doing certain things, like I'm not saying that you just do what you want, but you got to really calculate it. Like one of the things that, you know, I think as actors, we always feel like we need to, oh my God, I have to go to every party. Oh my God, I'm not doing my job if I'm not at a party every, every night and meeting people and socializing <laughs> and, and if that, if that's not who you are, then. So you're basically saying honor yourself. Yes, that's it. Okay. Okay, honor scrap yourself. the skin, the cat thing. Just <laughs> honor. honor. Honor who yourself. you are. Yeah. Trust in what your organic yeah. needs are. Yeah. I'll answer the question for you, Deshaun. Thank you. <laughs> but, but what about the, the artistry of it and the, the studying the craft and, and being in that area? What is your advice to stay in class, to be in theater, to what is it? Whatever feeds that person? I mean, I think you definitely want to... Because you come from theater. You believe in the craft. Yeah. You have crafted, and you craft. craft your material, whether it's theater, film, or television. You are crafting it. So. Yeah, I believe... I 100% believe in the craft. And I think you should always be, be practicing. But I do think it's a balance of life. Here's the thing. You have to understand this about me. Is that I am probably overtrained. I understand. And I say yes. that 100%. But that's not the message. But let me finish. Let me yes, finish. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me finish. I am probably overtrained. Like, they. Juilliard was such a blessing to be in there and studied. But when I was done with Juilliard, I had to find myself. <laughs> I had to find myself. I laugh, but I understand what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I had to find myself. But I had done more training than most people probably ever do in their life. Yeah, so for you, it was letting it go. Yes. But for other yes. actors out there, is to find the place. Yes. Well, he, what I did was, after I graduated from Juilliard, I took a couple of years, and I um, just like, I don't know, just didn't do anything, trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And then, in all honesty, I went back to classes. Mm -hmm. I went back to classes. I went back and I studied with you and I studied with some uh, other people as well. And I learned such valuable information. Yes. Man. That's like, it, it, you know, it's like, and I feel like 
especially for me as a person that is a, a trained in New York. And this is my real honest opinion. You can, someone can call me, write me, email me, or whatever. I, I don't care. Find you on Instagram. What's your <laughs> Instagram? What are you on? Instagram? Uh, let's not get yeah. it right now. But, you know, I feel like it's bullshit that this whole idea in terms of like, because some of the, my, my, my Juilliard friends, when I tell them I went back and I started studying with teachers in Los Angeles, like, what are you talking about? Haven't you learned everything at the Juilliard? I was like, nope. <laughs> no, you learned one aspect. Yeah, I learned one thing, and some of it was great for me, and some of it was not great for me. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and I studied with all, with these people. I'm like, oh my god, this is the stuff. This is, like honestly, like I'm not being trite when you say smile. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, what you're saying about Juilliard is a very is a very theatrically based program, and then when you have to adjust, it's a very script based program. Okay. Um, but then well, there's different kind of classes. There are scene studies, that classes that train you in different areas, but the on-camera and the audition, these are all yeah, like aspects what say of, is like, that are not taught. Juilliard is, about, Juilliard is really based on the script, but someone like you, what you really helped brought for me was you actually allowed, helped me bring my person. Yeah, your isms. The, yeah, my person to the role. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like... It's taken me so long to realize that what's the event of the audition is meeting you. Yes. So if it you're is. not there, then what you can't it, tell a fully fleshed out story. Yeah, and so when I first first came out of school, and I'm not knocking Juilliard by the way because I love that place and Oh, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, and my life, you know, would not be where it is, but you know, uh, I'm just saying that and this is a line a line with what you're saying is it it's it's a it's a it's a long pursuit. It's a long pursuit. I mean, God, you know, may you be that person that just you just wake up and you're brilliant. That's not me. Um, it was a long pursuit to really you know learn the the uh, uh, you know script analysis and character analysis and objectives, and then having to let it go. And then there was this whole other level, the you know because when I became you know we become actors to escape ourselves. And then it's sort of like the joke's on you. Because <laughs> you've <laughs> got to use yourself. Yeah. And so that was that took some time. And you Well, I don't really know about that because when I was an actor, I wanted to use all my stuff mm. because I had so much stuff yeah. that I was going through. I had to channel it. I had to yeah. use it. I had to get it out somehow. Yeah. So it's just different. Yeah, but I needed I needed people to express that and talk to me about that. And so that's really been, I think, after graduating from Juilliard, that has really been the the big journey is mm-hmm. to, you know, because you're talking to this shy kid who did was, you know, in his shell and that's where I felt comfortable. And then acting became this place where I could sort of like be someone else. And I was like, okay, I'll do that for a living. And then, you know, when I'm really trying to make a living, like, no, we want you to had see, to be you. We want to see you. We want to see you. And so, um, Training really took the time and doing it in safe spaces, spaces where you can make a mistake and where someone could literally say to you that your smile is golden. Mm -hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's not a simple thing. That's a. So getting out there for actors and really understanding who you are and what makes you tick. And people see you from the outside to be like, This is an important aspect of what we love about you. Because a manager once said to me, he said, um, you're going to work probably for the things you don't like about yourself. Oh, fascinating. And so you have to learn to embrace those things. 
It is oftentimes the things that you don't or you're like against about yourself. Like that's the thing that we oftentimes want to see you for. Mm -hmm. And so you have to, that's a, he said, that's a, that's a life journey and it's also a craft journey. And I feel like that has definitely rung true for me. One of the, another aspect of it, you know, share all my dirty business. <laughs> right now. Share it. You know, it's like, you know, I, I, I sometimes walk into the room and I have a little bit of a, there's just something about me. There's a sort of like a, a bravado that I, you know, I That's care. what I was talking about for the adjustment for TV because you have this. Yeah, yes. I have this. Yes. I have that. It's natural. Yeah. And so I have to learn to accept that. Ah. Accept that. Mm. And my character has a little bit of that. Mm. And my characters may have a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. But I also have to be able to turn it off. But I have to learn to accept it and embrace it. And it's a part of who I am. I hear you 1,000%. And you cannot tell a story unless you know who you are. And I'll reiterate yeah. it every single time. So I agree mm -hmm. so much. I am so happy for you. I am heart-wrenchingly thrilled for your path and what's happening. And I can't wait to binge the rest of the the series this week and everybody Yay. should watch it. But can we gossip a little bit? How was it going to the Golden Globes? Oh man, that was so much fun. Ah, oh he's here, he's here, he's here from the Golden Globes. You know how oh appreciative I am right now? I'm so appreciative. Oh my God, that was so fun. That room was electric. Um, it was electric. Yeah, Ricky Gervais was, was, was so funny. He is so funny. <laughs> yeah. He is tells it like it is. Yeah. He's so funny. Were people offended or were they just laughing at it? I think some people were offended. <laughs> which he loves. Which well, is you know, great. we have a lot of champagne, so, yes. uh, you know, I was like... <laughs> so do you feel like it's family now? The the cast is family and just... I do feel like the cast is family. I do. Um, made some amazing relationships. Um, I mean, I got to say that Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, they are... I mean, it's unreal. It's really unreal. What They're just the, real people. What the both of them are doing. Yeah, Reese makes you feel like immediately like you're just a part of her, her family. And Jennifer, man, I mean, she's such, such, such a sweetheart. Um, it seems like they are. Yeah. It just seems like they are giving women who want others to succeed as much as they have. Yeah. It feels like I really, really lucked out. Not only, I, I booked a job, but I booked a, a great job. I booked a role that I love, and I'm... I ended up, you know, working it with just really quality people and they're saying something really important. And so for me, it's so amazing to be a part of, um, of a story that is actually trying to really shape our culture to talk about what's going on. You know, this week alone, I had uh, two of my female friends after seeing certain episodes of the show, they reached out and they said, you know, that episode really brought up some things for me and I am so glad that you guys are telling that story and you know they were like you know one of these days I'd like to, sh to share my story with you beautiful right which is the conversations that we gotta have I mean, well it's all about the artistry to yeah. get the get messages and open up people's feelings yeah. and make them feel like they're not alone yeah. in who they are yeah stories can change the world and mm -hmm. so I think that that's that's why I really loved theater is because that was so much more um, explicit in mm -hmm. theater that mm -hmm. we were trying to change the world. But when you get on a show that has great writing, then you feel like it's all coming yeah. together. Because yeah. there are shows, like the one you're on, that yeah. you and there are shows that aren't great writing, so you feel like yeah. you're selling out. Yeah. But instead of selling out, you just find your own story to tell. Exactly. You know I mean? But we didn't really talk about the awards, but obviously you don't really want to talk about the awards, so that's fine. <laughs> it's only, it was, you had a great time. It was a party and it was I a did, great I time. I had a great time. time. 
So and you'll then, have more to tell us. Yeah, there was a lot of champagne, and uh, uh, it was a little confusing, though. Oh. I don't know if you've done the Golden Globes things before, but it's like... You, Did I have a table? I didn't go, because I don't have a table, so no, I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the ceremony, and then there's all these different parties uh, afterwards, and different... And, Places and checkpoints and <laughs> and it was and also I mean to be honest I think that it was a little bit probably more intense last night because of oh. everything that's happening mm. um, politically mm. so um, so that was great you know and then there's the the carpet stress of the carpet how was that it was it was so fun it, you I strutted mean, down the carpet I, mean, I don't describe the carpet to as me like, that's so silly it's just so silly yeah. I feel like this just like jumping hi you know what I mean instead of being all bogey down like pretentious you know the truth I'm so happy to be here you know what I mean Oh my God. Yeah, but then I don't know if that's gonna, you know, get me on one of the the fashion blogs afterwards, <laughs> which is the objective. But maybe it will though, actually. Well, like, gotta, well, that's not you. That would be me. You have to honor you, whatever ah, you is. Ah, you know ah. what I mean. You have to strut down the way you feel. You know what I mean. But I'm a dork, so I would dork it, dork it down the aisle there. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we're gonna close out. Thank you so much for coming. Um, a message, just tell, give me some, some three things of positive advice that you shoot out there for 2020 that you wish upon other artists out there. I love what you're saying about, um, honoring yourself and honoring your voice. Mm. I think that's amazing. I take that for myself and I wish that for everyone. Like, what are you trying to do to the world? What is your perspective? What are you trying to change? Like, who are you? And just leave with that. Don't feel like you need to become someone else because then we're not going to see you. We're not mm-hmm. going to, there's no purpose for it if you're not, if we're not doing a direct sort of like funnel and energy into like, oh my God, this is who this person is. Um, two is hard work. Don't give up. Don't, you know, there's all these things that we have to do. And uh, don't let that, don't be lazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Just don't be fucking lazy. Like push yourself. I'm a very hard working person. Whether I was whether I was working a lot and acting or working on something else, I just a hard working person. Mm-hmm. I get up at four o'clock in the morning and I just like I go to the gym. I do whatever I got to do. But it also makes me feel good. But I've decided mm-hmm. that that's what my life is about. Mm-hmm. That I want to actually achieve my goals, and so I'm going to put myself, um, you know, do the best I can with the time that I have on this planet um, to move it forward. And then third would be I don't know keep real relationships people that support you mm-hmm. and don't deplete your energy yeah. and don't have to always be you know saying oh you're so great but just yeah. um in a positive aspect so that no one can pop that yeah you know so you stay in that energy yeah yeah 100 yeah and you know i do that also on instagram now mm. we're sort of like if even if it's if it's my fault or their fault or anything like that if there's something that constantly reminds me of something I'm like, I just need to silence that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people let in a lot, through social media, they let in a lot of feelings of inadequacy. and Waste of energy, waste yeah. of this life. You have to believe in yourself 100%. And remember, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks of you, only what you think of you. Thank you so much for coming in Yay. today. Get out there, you guys, and be courteously aggressive. And... I feel so honored that I'm your first guest of 2020. You were my first guest of 2020. (laughs) Kisses to you. That was really loud probably, but kisses to you. (laughs) Have an awesome year, you guys. We'll see you. This will be up next week, and we'll see you thereafter. Bye.